Welcome to Always Reading Novels and Watching Movies. This is the podcast that's all about novels, movies, and TV shows. Today I'm talking about TV shows. And I really want to help you find TV shows to watch that you'll love. If you want to watch TV shows, if you're looking for TV shows to watch, and you know, sometimes you really just can't find any because there's so many and it's overwhelming and you just haven't found that show that you just want to continue watching and that you just really love yet a lot of times that happens for different reasons in my experience I really honestly well I love movies the most and I love reading novels I actually like novels more than TV shows. But I do, you know, I love TV shows too. I just, in this order, I love movies the most, then I love novels, and then I love TV shows. So with TV shows, just like with novels, I'm pretty picky. I'd actually say that I'm more picky when it comes to TV shows than novels. So I like to go about a different way to find shows for me that I'll love to watch that I'm really looking for and every show that I ended up loving was the result of me looking for myself I have never really liked a show that anyone has recommended to me I've never really liked a show that is super popular that everyone loves that's out right now you know, that everyone's talking about on social media. I've never, you know, asked what's a show that you love on social media and people will answer and I'll go through everyone's answers and I'm like, I don't want to watch that. So it's like, that's not helpful for me. That hasn't worked out for me. So I decided to do it my own way and that has worked out beautifully for me. And I just want to share that with you because you never know, these may help you too, to find a show that you really love. Whether it's from a long time ago, you know, whether it's not even airing anymore, but there's episodes you can watch. Whether it's a show that's going on right now, like, it doesn't matter when, just as long as you find shows that you love, if you really just want to watch shows too. So there's different ways that I've done this. And all of these work. And they're in no particular order. But I love combining all of these to find shows that I love. But before I tell you what I do that has helped me find shows that I love, I really just want you to know that you have so many choices. And I know it can be overwhelming. That's why this is going to help you too. But you just have to know before you start looking for shows what you really love in a show. You have to know what you're looking for, just like you would if you're looking for a movie to watch or a novel to read. So, you know, I don't typically love the shows that everybody else loves. You know, the most popular shows ever. Like, I'm just not interested in them at all. I could even watch the trailers and I'm like, no. You know, and I don't know why that is. That's just not what I'm interested in or what I'm looking for and what I just don't love to watch. So I know exactly what I love to watch. And it's pretty specific, you know. But I'm not really going to go into what I love because that's not the point and it doesn't matter. What I think matters is you have to know 
what you like to watch? What are you looking for in a show? What kind of topic interests you that you would like to watch? So, you know, answer those questions for yourself so that you can get clear before you really start your search. And it's like, ask yourself, no, what topics do you like to watch? What topics are you interested in? What topics do you want to know more of? What topics do you know a lot about, but you just love to watch? So it's really like a topic theme thing. Like what kind of theme, what kind of topic? And then you ask yourself, what kind of genre, what kind of category do you like? Okay, so let's go back to the topics and topics and themes as an example. So, do you love shows that are medical? Do you love medical dramas? Do you love com um not comedies? Do you love anything anything medical? Do you love anything detective police kind of investigation stuff? Do you like that? You know, do you like family shows that are about families. Do you like those, what is it called, young adult shows where it's about like teenagers going through their lives, finding out who they are and stuff? Do you like shows like that? Um, Just like different topics, you know, like what is a show about? Like this show is about medical stuff, whether it's in a hospital, whether it's uh, hospitals the only thing I can think of, but I'm sure there's other ones that are not in hospitals. Something centered around medical. That's like the topic. That's the main idea, right? You know, something that, you know, is about investigations, murders, people f- having, you know, all these detectives and all of these police, and they just have to find out who did this. You know, if you want people to get the justice they deserve and all that, do you like shows about that? You know, do you like shows about, you know, teenagers in high school, figuring out their lives, figuring out who they are, going through lives, their family life, you know, just living life as a teenager because we've all been teenagers. So I don't know. Some people like to watch that. Uh, Do you like to watch shows that are just very, very family centric that are about family as a main idea where, you know, you go through family's lives, what they struggle with, what they love, what they're happy about. How they live their lives. Just, you know, things that, you know, you can relate to, you can resonate with that are in your own life. And you have a family and you just like shows about families. So those are like examples that I can think of. But I know there's so many more. That's just what I thought of the quickest because I think those are pretty common and popular. And by the way, those are not shows that I like. So that's just... What I'm saying, like, all these shows that are popular are not shows that I care about. Another one. Do you like Regency? Like, back in the 1800s, those types of shows. Because those are super popular right now, too. You know? Those shows about Regency romances. The shows about, you know, back, back, back then. Where it's, like, so focused on that. And that type of life. Because that's really popular too. And that's just an example. Like I don't like those shows. I don't want to watch anything about medical. I don't want to watch anything about military, police, investigators. I don't want to watch something about teenagers. And I don't, you know, teenagers can be a part of the show. Yeah, but I don't want to watch a show that's like about a teenager. 
you know, I don't want to watch, you know, whatever else I said, family, well, some family stuff is okay, but I don't know, it's just not, like, what I'm looking for, you know, another one is Supernatural, do, like, Supernatural stuff, where they have some kind of magic, or they have some kind of power, they could either use it for good, or they could either use it for bad to help other people, or to wreak havoc and make things worse, like, the whole thing is about what they can do with their powers, and the, and the fact that they have powers, there's a lot of shows about supernatural stuff like that, so, and some of them are okay, but that's not really my thing either, but, like, so, all of these are very popular, all of these are very common, and they're not anything I'm interested in, so I don't look for that, but that is just a good, but these are also just good examples of what t- topics can be. What is the show about? What is the show centered around? What is the main idea of the show? Okay, and then the categories and the genres, like I said. Do you really go towards comedies? Do you love comedies? And then you know that you get the subcategories of that. Do you love romantic comedies? Do you love dark comedies? Do you love the dry humor type? Do you like family comedies? There's so many different types of comedies, but that's a big one when it comes to genres and categories for TV shows. Another one would be drama. You know, like I said, there's many drama too. There's domestic dramas, there's family dramas, there's medical dramas, you know, there is suspense type of dramas like that are like more serious that you just want to know what's going to happen and something always happens. That's like more action based. So like those kind of dramas. There's very character-driven dramas, which is, like, more of my thing. So, you know, just as an example, what other things can there be? Um, like, categories, there's also reality, like, reality television, where they typically aren't as scripted as, you know, sitcoms and scripted shows, but, I mean, I don't know when it comes to that, because, Some people say that reality shows have scripts or they have ideas of what they're supposed to talk about on the shows that the producers give to them. And some people say that it's not scripted at all and they just are living their lives and being filmed. So maybe it's in between that. Maybe one of them is true and one of them is not. I have no idea. I just know that when it comes to reality, you know, the difference is that they don't have lines like they do in scripted TV shows. So that's another category or a genre is reality. And it could range anywhere from someone just being filmed living their life. Or it could be like a competition reality show like baking, fashion, you know, modeling, somebody singing. Those are all competition shows like when somebody wins. they Like if some there's a winner like and they, you know, win the competition or something. You know, or it could be about... Or the reality show may not just be about their lives being filmed, but it may also be about a certain thing like real estate. It might be focused on, I don't know, doctors, but it's reality. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's another topic. That's another category in itself. But, like, you get into the subcategories, like I said, like the competition ones, the people just living their lives, the people living their lives, but it's about 
being a doctor or the people living their lives and they're a realtor, like things like that. So that's the different subcategory examples for that. And then, you know, you have like stuff that's, you know, really dark, suspenseful, horror type shows too. And then you can get even deeper with that too. But so, I mean, that would be another category in itself. So, you know, there's different categories, there's different topics, there's different genres, just know what you're looking for and what you really enjoy, what you really love to watch so that you can know where to go with your search, how to type the things in to get what, you know, you think you'll love. And that's the two main things to really focus on and to really get you to be clear about what you really love and what you're really looking for, you know, focus on what the show's about, the topics, and also the category and the genre. And then the third thing would be just like with movies, do you, or you, do you, or novels too, do you like it when a show is more action-based and plot-driven where they may not say that much in the show, but there's a lot going on physically and a lot of action in the plot is like, what's going to happen next? This is what this is about. This is what's going to happen. You have to follow the plot and it just keeps going and you keep guessing you don't know. And then the other one would be character-driven, which is what I like the most, especially in movies. So it's really basically about the character and more so the character determines the plot. The character, you know, determines a lot of different things. It's, you know, very character-centric, very character-focused, and not just on the main character, but also on the other characters as well, because they're important parts of it too. But it's really just about their roles in the show. It focuses on them the most, and they have things going on in their lives, and, you know, they have there's more dialogue in it than there would be something like a investigative drama, like a, a murder type thing that they have to find out who did it. So it's like more about the person, more about the human experience, you know, more about the person's life, just them living in. It's very character driven versus plot driven. So those are the three things I think would help you get really clear focused on what type of shows you're looking for and what type of shows you love so that when you look for them you can find them faster and you can find them easier and you can notice them sooner and quicker than you would if you didn't do that before so know what type of topics you like to watch you know know what type of genres and categories you love to watch know whether or not you want to go towards character driven or plot driven and go from there. So these are the things that I do that really work for me to help me find shows that I love. And doing all of these things have helped me find shows that I love. It all works. And these are in no particular order, like I said. So the first thing that I love to do, one of the things I love to do, something that you can do to find shows that you love would be to go through every single streaming platform or DVD option, or whatever, however you watch your shows, go through them all, whatever acts, whatever platforms you have access to, go through all of them, and go to the section where it is TV shows, you know, how most of the platforms have the different headings, and you can go to TV shows, so go to that, and go through every single one of them, like, I like how HBO has HBO has it where you can go alphabetically. And a lot of times, maybe other ones have that too. And that way you'll really get to see every single show they have. 
And if a show looks interesting to you, click on it and read what the show is about. If you like what the show, if you like what you're reading and you like what the description is, you can look into it more and really decide from there. But you just want to do this so that you know what options you have and it needs to be in front of you to see what you want to look more into. So if you see all the options and choices that you have in front of you, you can decide which ones you choose to look further into and whether or not to decide if you are going to watch it or not. So this is like a process. This is like a whole thing. There's steps to this because you don't just be like, oh yeah, I'm watching that. It's not that quick like that because what it is is you're looking for something that you love, not something that you like. There's many shows that we like, but we want to look for shows that, well, okay, you can watch shows that you like, obviously, but it's really a lot more fun when you find shows that you love because then you want to see the entire thing and all that and you just you're more focused on it and you're not all scatterbrained and scrambled so like if you just like a show you're probably not going to end up you're probably not going to end up um, watching the entire thing and then you'll go to something else and then you'll go to something else and it's just like it's all these different things at once and it's better to watch it one at a time and you'll do that more likely if you love the show. So there's so many shows that I like but I don't love that I just stopped watching and I didn't even get done with the whole entire series whether it was a season, two seasons or 10. It doesn't even matter like that's why I like to really go for shows that I love and really find them instead. That way I feel more you know certain and like not so all over the place and focused. It really helps with a lot of other areas in your life where you're focusing on one thing at a time intently and with purpose and just like paying attention to it, not just having it as background noise. I mean, you can do that too, but if you really love a show, you're going to want to pay attention to it and watch it. And you can find other episodes that I have about, you know, all these different options of what to choose from when it comes to all these platforms to find shows on and all that. That's like one of the beginning episodes of this podcast, but like... It really helps to get into shows just like you would when you get into movies and novels. I have two different podcast episodes about why you, why you should watch more movies and why you should read more novels, like what the benefits of those are. But I didn't have one about TV shows because, you know, I like novels and movies the most. So when it comes to TV shows, I really feel like there's a lot of benefits of watching them too. I don't like when people say that we should watch less TV. Like, why? What's so bad about watching TV? Who decided that watching TV is a bad thing? Who decided that we shouldn't be doing that? Do people think that if we watch TV, we're not going to get other things done? Do people think that it's going to stop us from being productive? Like, we think we should be all the damn time and, like, getting things done and, you know, getting in the way? Do we think it's going to, do we think it's getting in the way of something? But it doesn't have to be that way. That's not the case at all. You know, you can watch shows for many different reasons and there's many benefits to them. So I should probably do an episode about that. But I just want to focus on how you can find shows you love in this episode because I don't want it to be about too many different things. That is overwhelming and not very organized. So another thing is you can find shows that are similar to shows that you already love. So, like, okay, for the first one, like I said, when you go through every streaming platform, make sure you go to the TV shows option and and look through every single TV show they have. And like I said, whatever draws you in, read more about it and see if you want to actually watch it. But you just have to know that there's so many different 
options and ways to watch shows. Like, you really can still use DVDs. Like, why not? And, like, know that there are a lot of free streaming platforms. So, go back to that episode if you want about, you know, ways to, you know, find access to different shows if you want. Or whatever that episode was titled. But, like, it's you know, really fun because there are so many options, but I know it can be overwhelming and then you just don't end up watching anything because you just spend so much time just, or, you know, because you're not focused and clear about what you're looking for. So that's why I told you in the beginning of this episode to get really clear about that. And like the free, the free ones, like there's Tubi, there's Pluto, there's Zumo and there's Voodoo. I mean, there's so many others too, but like those are the four top ones that I could think of. So just know that even if you don't have a subscription to HBO, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, Apple, Disney, Paramount, Showtime, Stars. I mean, or if, if you don't have cable or satellite, you can still watch shows in different ways from different platforms because there literally are that many nowadays. So just just know that. And when I say the second thing was about finding shows that are similar to shows that you love. So you know what shows you already love that you've seen. You already know what they are, you already know what they're about. You could literally do a search on the internet and type in shows like blank. So if you love the show Will and Grace, like I, I do, it's one of my favorites. Just say shows like Will and Grace. Type that in. And then, you know, maybe some stuff will come up. Maybe not. But like, you know, you'll never know if you don't check it out like that. Shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm. One of my favorites. Um, shows like Mom. I love that show too. It's one of my favorites. So I'm just giving you examples saying my favorite shows because now all those shows are different that I just listed. And I said different, very different shows because you have to say exactly what the title of the show is so that you can find another one like it. Because if you say, if you want to describe a show that you love, like if I want to describe the show Mom, I would type in what the show is about in the search and then I would be like a show like a mom and a daughter relationship, both alcoholics, or doesn't even make sense how I said it, but that's what it's really mostly about. And then I, and then something else would, it just wouldn't get me as good of a result as I could just get by just typing in the name of the show. So if you describe the show that you love and try to find another show like that, it's just not going to work as well. And the results may not even be helpful and there may not be as many. So you just say a show like mom or something like that you know, what is a show like blank? And, you know, that may help you to see some different results to find shows like that that you like. And I I think there's something called show generators where you can like pick and choose and type in stuff and it'll just automatically, you know, tell you something that you may like, but I don't know because I've never looked at those and I don't know how those work, but if you want to find that, maybe look for that. I don't know. But I like doing it that way. Shows like blank. Shows like Bewitched. I wish, but I don't really even know like if there is any like that. I mean, that would be so cool. But like at the same time, there is a lot of shows that have magic in them. And supernatural fantasy. But it's not like Bewitched. Anyways, so just do that and see what comes up because you never know. Like it could lead you to a show that you'll end up loving. It's worked for me before. 
Another thing you can do is listen to podcasts. Okay, obviously podcasts like this. But what I'm saying is that instead of turning to social media where everything is just so like typical it's like every time you ask what's a show that you love on social media you get everyone like says the same thing not really not everybody says the same thing but so many people say the same thing and you're like i want to watch that you know you're like i already know what that show's about i already saw the trailer i don't know i don't that's not what i'm looking for i don't want to watch a show like that or if you ask what's a good comedy that you love you know or get even more specific the most even if you get specific really about it like what's a family comedy show what's a whatever it's they're still gonna say things that you may not I just feel like people when they look on social media they look at what other people say and then they go by that and then it's like even if they say something different you know they have seen other people's responses and they go off of that and then they just don't really look outside of that and there's so much more outside of that like it is it's not of enough of a variety and it's not it's mostly just the most common popular shows that you may not even really be interested like me I'm just I typically don't watch the shows that everybody else loves because I don't I don't want to that's not something I'm interested in I don't think I'd like them and I have even tried to watch some shows that were super popular and everybody was recommending but I just didn't get into it and I stopped because I didn't like it at all or I don't even like some of them I may have liked a little bit but not enough to move forward with it so that's why I don't turn to social media. It just has never been helpful for me. And instead, I like to listen to podcasts. There are, you know, podcasts that talk about TV shows, even though they may be hard to find. There are some podcasts that I subscribe to, and I, I subscribe to many different podcasts ranging on different categories and topics, but one of some of them are about TV shows, but I haven't really found one that's just solely about TV shows. There are like movies and other things too, but sometimes they just go into the entire show for the whole episode. And sometimes they, you know, might have a list of different things, but I just really think that podcasts are way better than social media to find, to help you get on the path to find shows that you love to help you get closer or to even find recommendations if you want because they're like hidden gems podcasts are like hidden gems it's not something that people just like broadcast and it's just out there in front of your face as much so you have to go into whatever podcasting platform or wherever you listen to your podcast and search you know you got to search be like what are you looking for tv show podcasts podcasts about comedies you know podcasts that talk about this and, you know, you might find some, but I feel like podcasts are so much better because they're way more in-depth. You can go way more in-depth on a podcast than you can on social media. And, you know, you can give more variety on a podcast. And podcasts are definitely more genuine and honest and unedited. Well, I mean, they're edited sometimes. But I don't even edit, edit mine. But they're, like, less censored is what I'm saying. You can say whatever the fuck you want on a podcast you can go for however long you fucking want and talk about whatever, a huge variety, you can be random, you can have it be organized and specific and focused or whatever. So you can really find anything on a podcast that, you know, is better, you'll have better results that way, I think, than you would on social media for sure. So that's another way. And... Going back to the internet, because, you know, that's probably the most accurate way to find something that you think you'll love. 
list, I mean, not listen, look up blogs and forums. So you can do a search on the internet for TV show blogs, TV show forums, and you can just go into those. And these are good, like podcasts are good because they go into depth too. And if it's a blog post about a TV show, if it's about, if it's a forum, when people are talking back and forth about TV shows, most likely they're going to know a lot about them, just like they would on a podcast and they can go more in depth. So if you read a blog post about, you know, different shows, what people are watching, like what they, why they, why they can go into, they can go into the reasons like why I liked, why I loved this show, what makes this show stand out to me, why I think you should watch this show too. And it could be like the forums could, you know, really be helpful too, because you really get all these different opinions and things that are not so cliche, not so typical and common, like you would on social media, you know, forums are more, well, they're just more, they seem more genuine and they seem more focused on really just going in depth about what people are saying and answering people and giving them. So you can probably find a lot of recommendations if that's what you're looking for, for TV shows on blogs and forums that are about them, just as you would on podcasts that are about them. So another way is going to different websites directly, like BuzzFeed, IMDb, Variety, Vulture, and Likewise. All of these websites, these five different websites have a lot of different topics on them, but you can filter it out and you can type in your search within the website about what you're looking for. So if you are on one of these websites, you can search TV shows. Uh, and you can get way more specific than that if you want to. You could be like a comedy about families, a medical drama. You know, you could say a suspenseful show about whatever. Uh, you know, all these things. Or you could just type in TV shows. Or you could just type in TV shows in 1993. Whatever you want. And you'll probably find something there that is compiled into a list. And goes into depth on that article, in that article, on that part of the website about the shows. So just look on, look on BuzzFeed, IMDb, Variety, Vulture, and likewise, or a few of them or just one of them or whatever. And you can find different lists that are compiled. You can find different, you know, articles that go into it. And they may have comments too that you can go look at. I'm not sure, but you can just find a good variety and it'll help you out if you go that that route too. So after you have tried these different things. Okay, so let's go through them again real quick. After you go through every streaming platform you have, all the DVD options, whatever. Because DVD Netflix is amazing, just so you know. You have a lot of different options for TV shows and movies that may not be on any streaming platforms at all. So if you really can't find something, DVD Netflix is amazing. So, you know... I hope DVDs never go away. I still love them. And, you know, you can even go to different places to find DVDs. You can buy them, too. It doesn't have to be Netflix DVD. But just know that there's options to watch TV shows on DVDs, too, not just streaming. But, yeah, just go through all the different access to TV shows that you have. And remember, there's a lot of free ones, too, and then all the DVD options, too, and just see exactly what is there for you. And then if you find something that you like, go more into it, see what it's about and all that. 
and do a search and then on the internet shows like friends you know people love that one shows like whatever shows like whatever and then it can you know probably find it probably come up with a lot of different results for shows because it's because you know if you love a show so much chances are if there's another show like that show that you love you'll probably really love the other one too maybe even more you never know so uh listen to podcasts do a search and wherever you listen to your podcast and be like podcasts about tv shows podcasts about comedies podcasts about romantic comedy tv shows podcasts you know the best tv shows to watch like the most underrated tv shows whatever you're looking for you know there's probably there might be podcasts about it or there might be a podcast that has a specific episode about it you never know they're hidden gems go to blogs and forums do an internet search and be like tv show blogs tv show forums forums about uh fantasy shows blogs about uh domestic suspense shows i don't even know if that's a thing but whatever there's a lot of novels like that so you know you could be as general as you want where you could just say blogs about tv shows or you could just say tv show blogs or you could do that with forums or you could be more specific and describe the type of show that you're looking for or like whatever kind of category or topic the show is like a comedy you could do that too you'll probably find blogs and forums like that because you know there, there are a lot of them and you could also go to websites specifically like this buzzfeed imdb variety vulture likewise and type into that website shows like mom romantic comedy shows uh, the best medical dramas, you know, the best soap operas, the most interesting reality TV shows, the most underrated dramas, like things like that. Or you can just type in TV shows if you want, but on those websites, you'll find different lists and different articles and things. And you could definitely find recommendations that way too, just as you would on podcast blogs and forums. So after you went through those different ways, after you went through those five different ways, first of all, just know that I feel like it would help you more and you would get better results to find shows that you love if you didn't look for recommendations. So instead, look for shows that you think you'll love. Don't ask or look for someone's recommendation because most of the time it may be something that you don't even want to see. So you have to get focused in that way and go into it thinking, I'm not looking for recommendations, but instead I'm looking for shows about this or I'm looking for shows like this show, you know? Or I'm looking for options that can be about, you know, supernatural powers. So I want to see a list of shows that are about that so I can see if I want to go into any of them or not. And, you know, that's just more accurate than someone's recommendation would be. Because you can look at these as recommendations if you want to you could look at this as a way of finding recommendations but really what you're doing is you're not listening to other people's opinions and you're not listening to 
other people's recommendations, but you're looking for what you really want to find because you know what you're looking for. And that's the thing, you know, you want to watch a show about this. So you're not looking for what other people like. You're looking for the facts. What is the show about? You know, that's what you're looking for. Is the show more character driven or is it more plot driven? That's what you're looking for. You're not looking for, well, I thought this was the best show in the world. Or you're not looking for, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Or you're not looking for, you have to watch this. You should really watch this. No. You're, this show changed my life. Like, this show changed my person. No, you're not looking for any of that. You're looking for, because just because a show, like, made someone feel this way or had, they had this experience watching it doesn't mean it's going to be the same for you at all. It could be the totally, it could be the total opposite. So you're looking for, what do I like? Who, what do I love to watch? What topics? What categories? What genres? You know, is it more character-driven or is it more plot-driven? What do I like most? That's what you're really looking for. So go into it, focus on that instead of, what's a good recommendation for a funny, hilarious comedy about families? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, that will help you get better results. It definitely will because it definitely has with me because I've gone into it both ways. I'm going to, you know going to it looking for recommendations. I'm like, it works for books. It works for novels for sure. It definitely works for novels, but it doesn't work for TV shows for me because I'm more picky about them, I guess. I don't really know. So going into it that way for me has helped me get more accurate and better results to find shows that I love. So after you go through those five different things and know that you're, you know, trying to find what a show's about, trying to see what that is more than what's the, your recommendation for this, then... But just know, too, that if you listen to podcasts, if you go to blogs and forums, if you go to these different websites, you're going to see recommendations. You are. People are giving them. People are giving you the recommendations. Even I do that on some of my episodes. That's there. I know that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't focus so much on what someone's recommendation is. Focus more on what you're looking for and what you like and what you want to see. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so just so I got that out of the way because it took me a while to explain it. Because I couldn't figure out how to. Very good. Very clear. And um, hopefully that, you know, makes sense. Uh, read the reviews and watch the trailers for them. This is all IMDb right here. And just like I said with novels in another episode, don't let a review have so much power, weight, and influence over your decision, okay? Because the worst review in the world could definitely turn you away and that's understandable but if you don't give the show a chance just because you see a horrific review about it you'll never know if you actually would love that show or not because just because even if it has the worst review that doesn't mean you won't like it you might actually love it I mean it's helpful to read the reviews for sure and the way I find them helpful is because they tell me more of what the show is about It doesn't matter if someone loved the show or not. That doesn't fucking matter to me or my decision about whether I'm going to watch something or not. What matters to me and what is helpful to me when I read reviews about TV shows is it helps me to get more of an idea, a better understanding, and more of a sense of what the show really is about. What is the point of the show? Some shows don't have a point, and that's fine too. It's just really going more in depth to help you. Um, It's like a... It's like a supplement and like a compliment to, it complements the description of the show, whatever that's called, whatever term that is. It, it helps that, you know, 
it's a good, it's a good compliment to the description of the show. Like it's a good companion to it. So a good review helps you to know about more, helps you to know what more, more of what the show's about. Helps you get a better understanding, like I said, a better sense of what it is, a better idea of what the show is. Because sometimes when you read show descriptions, it doesn't give you enough to really know what, if you want to watch it or not. So reading reviews helps more with that. Reading reviews also has helped me to determine if there's something in a show that I have no tolerance for. And I don't know that by just reading a description about it. Sometimes there are things in TV shows that, and in novels and in movies, that you don't know is in there until you get to it in the particular point of, in the particular spot of the show or a novel or a movie. And you're like, fuck, I don't know if that shit was going to be in it. Damn it. But it's already, you know, it's already there. Sometimes the reviews will point out if there's something in the show that you really don't want to fuck with, that you really don't want to see, that you really don't support, that you really just aren't interested in, and that you don't want to watch at all. That you wouldn't find in the description, but you would find in reviews. So that helps too. Because you don't want to watch. It's just like, it just helps you to really see. And it's fun to to read a review that is so amazing about a show that like someone like can't get enough of, or it's really helped someone with something in their life, or it has changed their life in some way, or has changed their perspective about something, or it has really taught them something. Those are all benefits of watching shows, by the way. But that still doesn't have to make your decision for you of whether you want to watch the show or not. And, but it like, you know, it's fun to read and it can help. Yes. But it doesn't have to determine whether you watch the show or not. Even if the show is like a change someone's life, you know, you still don't have to watch it if you don't want to. So don't feel the pressure to watch it just because it's been, just because it has the best reviews in the world. Like the most popular shows, the most watched shows, all these shows have so many good reviews, but that doesn't mean you have to watch it. You don't have to feel that pressure just because everyone else is watching it. I should watch it too. Just because everyone else is talking about this, maybe I should watch it. No, you don't. Because it may be something that you don't even give a fuck about or don't even want to watch. So, you know, that's... It may be something that doesn't feel relevant to you, that you don't resonate with, that you don't care about. And you don't have to watch it. That's the thing. You have that choice. So reviews can be helpful, but don't let them cross the line of making the decision for you. You have to decide that for yourself. And watching trailers. So if you went through all these different options to find shows that you think you'll love, that you're drawn to, that you're really interested in, you've read the descriptions about them, you know, you've read reviews about them, you know what they're about or what you're looking for, then you watch the trailer. That's like the last thing that you do. You watch the trailer. And sometimes, even though you loved you know, the description of the show, the reviews have been really helpful and all of that. And you think you really love the show because you know what it's about and that's what you're looking for. And you watch the trailer, you may not like what you see. You may be like, huh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch that. It really can help you to make a decision and be like, nope, I'm not going to watch that, which can save you a lot of time in a way. And a lot of times I've watched trailers that I thought I really wanted to see the show and the trailer made me had me and helped me decide, no, I'm not going to watch the show. And I didn't move forward with it. But at the same time, even if the trailer doesn't look as amazing to you as you think you would love the show from seeing everything else about it and finding out about it, 
it's still good to give it a chance. Sometimes, like I said, you're going to see trailers and it's going to be a definite no for you. And you're like, no, I'm not going to watch the show. And that's okay. But you also want to remember that trailers are very short, like two minutes average. And so they can't give you the best. Sometimes reviews are more helpful than trailers and they can give you more of an idea because trailers, you only have so much room. You only have so much depth you can get into. And what the trailers are going to do is they're going to take the most exciting moments, the most interesting moments, the most pivotal moments of the show all together. And it's not going to be very accurate or representative of what the show may be about. So don't give trailers all the way either. But yes, you're going to see some trailers sometimes where you're like, no, I'm not going to watch that and that's okay. But if you're not sure about it, and if it's not as good as you thought it would be, still give it a chance. And this is how you give a show a chance. You watch at least three episodes of it. So if you watch a trailer and you're on the fence, watch three episodes of the show. If you watch the trailer and you're not sure, it looks okay, but you're not sure if you're going to love it, watch three episodes of the show. And then yes, there's going to be times where you watch a trailer and you're like, fuck no, so don't even bother. And that's, that can happen too at times. But like I said, don't give reviews and trailers too much weight. Don't give them too much power. Because with reviews, everyone has their own different opinions and different perspectives. You don't want that to cloud yours and determine something for you. And then the same with trailers. Like that, all the moments they're showing the trailer has happened in the shows, but it's like back to back to back nonstop. And that's not really accurate or representative of what the show really is all the time. And it's so short too, so they can't really do much with it. So you really just have, I mean, a trailer really is just to capture your attention and they do a good job of that most of the time, but you just really have to give a show a chance by watching at least three episodes of it. Once you've watched three episodes of it, probably in the right order, obviously, you are going to definitely have more of a sense of whether you're going to love that show or not. And that'll really help you decide. You can't just watch one episode because you never know. The second episode could be totally different. Like if you... If you watched the first episode of a show that has supporting characters in it, sometimes those supporting characters are not even in the first episode yet. So you don't even, that doesn't even show you what the show really is going to be about long term because they're not even in there yet. They haven't even been introduced yet. And a lot of times too, when you see the first episode of a show, characters aren't in their groove yet. You know, the people that are playing those characters haven't really gotten it down yet and gotten the sense of what the character's voice is, what the character's behavior is, the patterns, the body language, the traits. They really haven't um, embodied that yet and they haven't gotten into that yet. And a few more episodes in, you'll really get to see who the character is, how pivotal they are in the show, what role they play in all of that. And another thing is, sometimes they will change the characters they will have a different person play them later on. And you won't know that if you just watch the first episode. So, you know, more episodes in, you'll see that this person plays that character now instead of the other person that did for many different reasons. We don't know. Sometimes they tell you, sometimes they don't. But the point is that some people are better for characters than other people are. So they end up finding, after the show already started, they already, they end up finding people that are better for that role because that other person had to step out for whatever reason. And so they find someone else that's better for it or whatever happens, whoever makes the decisions and all, however that works, they end up finding, you know, different people, somebody else. And that definitely is more of a fit. And it really helps the show come together as what the show 
really has the potential to be. So those are, you know, those are three different reasons why you should give the show more than one episode. Like, watch more than one episode of the show because the characters may change. The people that play them may change. Um, the people haven't gotten into the character quite yet as well as they can, you know, and it gets better. Or some of the characters haven't even been introduced yet. So that's why you want to definitely watch more than one episode. And you can watch more than three. That's totally okay. I'm just saying at least three. Has to be at least three. Definitely could be more. But if you really want to get right to it and, you know, not spend so much time, then at least three. Because that'll really give you more of a sense. Even if you just stop watching it for a while, go back to where you left off and watch two more episodes or something like that. And, you know, that'll help you definitely decide if you love it or not. Because we know what we like, but we want to get to what we love, too. So I hope all this has helped you. Definitely has helped me. It's a different way to look at it. And it's definitely more fun this way. Not just to rely on people's recommendations all the time. Well, you know, whether you listen to someone's recommendations or not. Yeah, someone's recommendations can be right for you. That's that's totally true. But for me, I find, I find it way better, more accurate, and a lot more fun this way. So if you love this podcast, please leave a review, subscribe, rate it, and share it with anyone who you think will love it too. You can follow at Always Reading Novels on Instagram and on TikTok, and you can email alwaysreadingnovels at gmail.com if you have any suggestions about what you want me to talk about, if you have any questions, you know, things like that. It's really helpful when people do that. It's always also really helpful if you would leave a review that lets me know what's helpful for you that lets me know what you love what you want more of and what you're looking for because that's what I'm here for when it comes to novels movies and tv shows thanks so much for listening and being here